Welcome to the 10K Collective podcast for six, seven and eight figure Amazon and e-commerce sellers, a part of the amazing FBA family. If you want to scale fast, target a seven figure exit and enjoy the process, then keep listening. Today's episode is sponsored by the new e-commerce podcast, The E-Commerce Leader, co-hosted by myself, Michael Vizi, and Jason Miles, top 1% Shopify store owner and Unimi's highest rated e-commerce instructor. If you're the owner of a thriving e-commerce business, look for The E-Commerce Leader on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the 10K Collective, the place to be for six, seven and eight figure Amazon sellers. Today we're talking with Sean DeClerc of uh, kickfurther.com. Kickfurther is the only inventory crowdfunding platform in the world. And of course, that's a pretty unique thing. I absolutely believe that because it is a pretty unusual thing. So just quickly remind us, Sean, we we talked in our last episode about uh, the needs of e-commerce business owners. Today we're going to talk about funding or supporting e-commerce businesses, the other side of the marketplace you run effectively. So just quickly remind us what what this crowdfunding for inventory thing is. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Great to be back. So what we have is in a marketplace where you can find what we call consignment opportunities. Consignment opportunities means opportunities to purchase the inventory at the cost price for a business. So whatever their true cost is, that's what you'll be buying the inventory for. That inventory is then placed on consignment with that business, as long as enough of the inventory is purchased and we've reached the full funding amount, that inventory is then placed on consignment with the business owner. And as the business sells through the inventory, Kickfurther invoices them and distributes the consignment profit to all of the users pro rata based on how much they funded originally. Great. So just to be clear, it's not a debt vehicle, but you basically you're going to buy some stock or the percentage of somebody's stock, I guess. And then as the stock gets sold, you get the money back plus whatever your your price is for, for doing that service. Yeah, Brilliant. exactly. And and you get to participate. We set up a little uh, user board. So each one of these deals has a little like user and commentary board and you get to follow along with the business owner. You know, we encourage our business owners for, to provide biweekly updates. Some of them have started taking to putting up videos and pictures, which is just great to see as organic growth in that communication. And I think that that's one of the coolest things about it. You know, the minimum on Kickfurther, you can get started for as little as $20, depending on the deal. And you can really see, you know, the ups and the downs that I'm sure your listeners are familiar with about what it means to run a product business, right? So it's a nice way, I think, of dipping your toes in the water and learning a lot. Yeah, I think it's a fabulous opportunity. I think anyone who's going to go into e-commerce should look at things from the funding or investing, or in this case, you know, unusual, but consignment buying. So having a piece of the business or being involved, having your money on the line in some form, but not operating it. Because the more you understand that that side of it, I think the better you're going to be as a business owner. Having somebody looking over your shoulder, tapping you on the shoulder, are you running things well, is a great way to force you to run things well. And of course, if you <laughs> own the business, that's really in your favor, right? I mean, it's, I think it's a really great thing. And and equally, if you're considering going into this game, if you can, if you're US based, and we better check in on that. But if you're able to get into this and fund for as little as $20, it gives you exposure to a massive learning curve. I think it's just a wonderful thing. And I would encourage everyone who could do it to, to get involved, really. I'm certainly very strongly considering it, <laughs> except that we've got to think about the US thing. So is this only for US entities or US citizens or residents, I should say? Yeah, so currently we are limited to offering this to U.S. residents and uh, U.S. entities. So, yeah, that's a current limitation. We have global aspirations, but, you know, we'll get there. 
Fair enough. Yeah. Well, you, you can only uh, grow, you know, your business at the speed you can grow it. So yeah, we can look on with sadness from the UK. But if you're based in the US, as I know a lot of the listeners are, let's let's keep going with this one. And the next question really is then who should consider funding e-commerce businesses? I guess it's not necessarily for everyone excited as you and I both are about the whole opportunity. So, so who's it for and who's it not for? Yeah, I mean, I would say, look, if you're interested in supporting small and medium businesses in America, I think this is something for you. If you're interested in learning about e-commerce and are considering potentially starting an e-commerce business, this is for you. If you understand e-commerce and you think that you've got the eye about picking, you know, which inventory is going to do well, which is not, you know, I think this could be for you. So we've got a really diverse community on Kickfurther. You know, I can give you some stats about who, who the demographics are right now. But, you know, look, I, I look at this as this is this is something really, you know, I, we created this to be as broad as possible. I wanted when I created this company to make it for everybody. Right. So it's like, who is this not for? I don't know, people that hate the economy. like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or sadly, those who aren't based in the US. But yeah, that's that's yeah, sadly. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm just plotting and scheming here how I can lend money to American friends who can then invest on my behalf because I'm loving this business model. I think it's so elegant. I think it's it's you're bringing together a need and, a, and people who have a need to get return on, you know, money in some way in a very elegant way. So talking of which, which then obviously one other thing we could do if we've got some capital to put somewhere to get some kind of return on, we might invest it or we might, you know, even lend money to a friend of ours who's got a business and this is not lending or investing so what's the difference really between investing or lending versus this funding model yeah i mean so the major difference is how much control you have right when you look at you're in the stock market or something else right you buy a stock you're like well i hope it goes up you know or i think it's going to go up and that's why i'm going to buy it today right because i think something's going to happen but that's kind of like to the, your extent is when you decide to buy and when you decide to sell, right? And you don't have much control over the mechanics of what happens thereafter. When you're purchasing physical inventory, there's just a lot of a lot more elements of control on Kickfurther. So one example is users have their own store. So if you want and you want to support the business and you know some people, let's say you funded some t-shirts and you know some friends that might really like those t-shirts. If you help the business sell those t-shirts, you get paid out ahead of everybody else that's on that consignment opportunity with you because you helped the, the business generate the sales, right? So the more active you are, the more that the more will accrue to you, let's say. And, and another example is if you fund inventory that is only inventory that you like, if the inventory doesn't sell, we give our users the ability to take delivery of it at the cost price of what the business funded it at, right? So it's like, you know, you're not going to get a better deal. And if you, sorry about my dog, you know, if you are funding inventory that you would be happy to take delivery of, right? That's that's an element of control. Like you're not going to take delivery of one stock or something, you know, like just doesn't work the same way. Absolutely. So what are the upsides to funding inventory as opposed to, uh, I think I've done that one already. So what kinds of products do you see on the platform then? Yeah, so at Kickfurther, we have uh, very intentionally positioned ourselves as product agnostic, right? So I'm not judging people about what they want to buy and what businesses want to sell. And the attitude we've taken is if the business is successful, they found a market that's willing to purchase the inventory, we're happy to support that growth by helping fund their inventory. So 
you can see everything from consumer electronics. We've done laptops, we've done mobile phones, all the way down to soaps and socks and t-shirts and apparel or home goods, you know, like bowls and stuff like that. So really it's, it's pretty much everything, every product vertical you can think of other than regulated products. You're not going to find alcohol, um, tobacco or firearms on the kick further platform. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it, maybe for makers, it's less weird. But the idea of selling firearms, especially online to a Brit, sounds just surreal anyway. I mean, like, I'd, I'd like the, normally the idea that of selling firearms is something you'd probably assume the Cray twins were doing in this, you know, or whatever, something like the mafia or something. I guess that's not how it works in the US, but yeah, <laughs> I would assume that. But yeah, you can just like go online in else. the US if you yeah. get a license, you know, so. It's a different world, man. I mean, yeah, but pretty much any normal product that anyone would think of by the sound of it. And in terms of the sort of sales channels of the businesses, are they mostly on marketplaces like Amazon? Do they typically have their own sites, sort of Shopify stores, or are they selling to big box retailers? Is there a tendency or is it just all of the above? We have roughly, I would say almost, almost all of our businesses are selling through e-commerce, either through Shopify or Amazon or their own webpage. 85 to 90% of them have, have e-commerce presences. Many of them, most of them, I would describe as omni-channel distribution. So their businesses, they have e-commerce, but they also have wholesale. And a lot of times what we see with these businesses is they use these large wholesale orders to bring up their quantity so that they can get better margins on their e-commerce channel, which is really where they make you know most of the gravy for their business, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes total sense. And that's a very interesting sort of business model hint and is in and of itself, really. So yeah, and so make make the profit on owned you know, channels or direct to consumer. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what are the sort of typical sizes you talked about in the last uh, episode about the minimum size of, of revenue that you could fund anyone from like trading 12 months, 150k? Is that a typical size? Do you have a lot of bigger businesses there as well? I would say it's actually quite atypical that we have businesses in the 150k of revenue. Our average business is now probably doing, I would say, between one and a half to two million. And that kind of our average continues to move up as we grow and as we get more credibility and as we work with bigger and bigger brands. So the average is probably between one and a half to two million for businesses. And it goes as high as, you know, 25 to 30 million. And the deals that you'll see on Kick Further will range anywhere from $15,000 for a consignment opportunity all the way up to the largest inventory lot we funded was 1.15 million of disinfectant wipes. <laughs> that's absolutely classic. I mean, that that's kind of like the, the sort of pandemic e-commerce equivalent of firearm sales and there seems like kind of high high gain high risk because there's huge demand and then just monster competition because everyone's jumped on it but if you can get a deal that size, I guess you're getting a pretty amazing price and that's uh, that's kind of fascinating what that implies about the opportunities you can open up that otherwise are ridiculous because the, the, the profit just isn't available and that brings really to the other uh, question which is two two more questions really one is remind us what the sort of minimum we can offer and get into because obviously a fifteen thousand dollar investment opportunity is is not peanuts for some of us and 1.15 million is substantial for everyone presumably you don't have to fund all of the consignment for uh, for any individual funder right yeah. So what we do is we structure all of these consignment opportunities are structured into packages of inventory. So one pack can be as little as $20. That's our minimum pack size. And, you know, I would say the largest you'll see is maybe about a thousand dollar 
around there, maybe a $1,500 pack size. So, you know, we have to meet the businesses where they are. So depending on the type of business, depending on what their cost of goods are, we're constrained by that because what you're doing is you're actually purchasing those goods on, on the kick further platform. Right. Yeah. Interesting. But you're buying in tranches basically or something like that or packs as you call it. So yeah, that makes sense. So from that point of view, I guess it has the similarities of the convenience of buying shares or, or bonds or whatever else. Although I, I recognize it is not one of those <laughs> vehicles. I don't want to get you into trouble with the SEC. I know you're in a very highly regulated industry, but interesting. So, so really it's very kind of bite-sized chunks if I want to put it in a completely non- non-SEC language. And really we the last question- We intentionally made it very broad. You know, we wanted people to be able to participate on this platform. So, you know, that was important to me. Yeah, and that, that totally makes sense because it does sound like it's very, very approachable for the average person. And then what criteria would you use to decide to fund? I mean, it's kind of how long is a piece of string, but if somebody's considering <laughs> possibly considering funding a deal, what would the next steps be for them? Yeah, I think, you know, if you, if it's inventory that you like, it's something that you think will sell well, you can, you know, all of these businesses, they're pretty public, right? You can go to their website, you can see what their marketing materials are, you can get a feel for the brand, right? And if it's a business and a brand that you believe in, I think, you know, this is, I really truly believe in the wisdom of the crowds, right? Where if a hundred or a thousand people all think that this, this business and this brand is going to be successful, it, it probably will be, you know, I think that that's a, that's a kind of a good barometer. So I would encourage everybody to look at the business, look at the inventory. What are you funding, right? Get an understanding of that. And, you know, we, we don't put any business on our platform that we think is going to fail. So every single business, if they've gotten through kick further's qualification, it's a business that we believe in. So, you know, I think it's based on, on the individual's appetite. It's based on the type of inventory and products that they might be interested in potentially taking delivery or helping to sell. And, it's, you know, also based on the, the business, right? We have comment boards. So, you know, if you have any questions, ask the business, see if they communicate. Is that somebody that you think is going to be a, you know, a good person to work with? Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's 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 a little bit, again, a bit like a sort of equity kind of investment types of questions, but I guess it's just a lot less pressure on because you're not actually owning the business in perpetuity, you're owning a bit of stock and then it will be sold and you get the cash back out of the system. So right. yeah. Like and if you have a good stressful. experience with the business, almost almost every single business we work with comes back for multiple deals, right? So yeah. it's very, very rare that they do one consignment on kick further. So if you find a business and a business owner that you like a lot, I know that it's a pretty common strategy, right? To, to follow your the, the people that have been winners, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, so you can get some continuity as well, which is really great. So if somebody listening is considering funding a possible deal, what do they do to, to take the next step with Kick Further? So we we will share with you a uh, $10 referral code. So anybody that's listening, we can get $10 to try. It won't quite get you up to a $20 pack, but you know, halfway there. And uh, and yeah, you can go to www.kickfurther.com and you know go through the materials, create an account. It's all pretty seamless and pretty easy. Amazing. Well, you've certainly done a very slick job of, of dealing with a very knotty problem in a very, very elegant way. I think it's, it's a fantastic business model. I'm very impressed with you guys. So I hope that anyone listening, if you're US based, you really, really should be checking this out. I'm jealous. If I were listening and I were US based, I'd be clicking right away. So because it is unique and I think it is a very interesting thing from both sides of the equation, really fascinating. So any other things, any question that I should have asked you? No, I think you've done an excellent job of covering. I think if anybody has any additional questions, please feel free to shoot them over to me or shoot them over to contact at kickfurther.com or if they're for me, I'm at sean at kickfurther.com. 
great so sean at kickfeather.com okay you put that out on their live podcast so let's hope hope you're you're up for a few emails but yeah that, <laughs> <laughs> we, sometimes it's funny how the, certain uh, certain podcasts kick off quite a few re- emails in return and some yeah. don't so we'll see who comes out but it's very kind hey, of you to put, be in, put in 10k podcast in your subject line so i'll prioritize my response that's very kind yeah there you go <laughs> i will yeah 10k podcast in the subject line that's really kind of you Great. Well, look, Sean, it's been uh, really eye-opening to look at your whole business model and uh, to take a trip through the whole funding you know, of inventory question, which is, as we discussed in the first episode, just absolutely huge. You can unlock that. You unlock business growth, really, for any decent business at all. So fascinating stuff. And it's been great to talk it through with you. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thanks so much for listening to the 10K Collective podcast, part of the family of amazing FBA podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by the new e-commerce podcast, The E-Commerce Leader. The podcast is hosted by yours truly and Jason Miles, multi-million dollar Shopify owner and Unimi's highest rated e-commerce instructor. If you're the owner of a thriving online business and you want to become the best e-commerce leader you can be, it's got your name on it. For free guides and mini courses on many topics, go to www.theecommerceleader.com.